Hello and welcome to One Up in Events podcast, the events industry podcast that shares event professionals' experiences of what they have gone through that has helped them one up in their events career. This podcast is a fun and informal way to learn from industry peers and I hope inspires you to one up in your career too. I'm your host, event professional and influencer, Nicola Root. I am buzzing today. I have a diamond of a guest, Juliet Tripp. Julia is the queen of events and personal development. She is your go-to girl to help your goals and dreams come true with a passion, drive and her superpower to inspire and empower all event professionals. Julia is a UK-based international speaker and coach and works full-time as Deputy Head of Global Events for a corporate company. She has over 10 years' experience within our industry. I have been extremely lucky to have met and worked with Julia. She is my coach and mentor. She and her event goal-getters community has changed my life professionally and personally, and without Julia, I would never have said goodbye to my imposter syndrome, set any goals, or grew the confidence to even start my One Up in Events podcast. She has shared her tips and knowledge of how to make me thrive, and what makes it better, she is an incredible friend and cheerleader. I am forever grateful for you, Julia, and honoured to have you as a guest today. I know everyone listening will be inspired and would love to learn from your experiences. So I'm so excited to find out what has made you one up in your events career. Oh my God, people like you. I'm literally, I want to cry. Like I literally have tears in my eyes. You are such a sweetheart and I'm so happy to be here with your audience. I think it's just such an amazing podcast idea and yeah, it's been a privilege to be your friend. When I look back, I literally don't know what I would have done without you. Like I would just still be plugging along and, and not doing much. So thank you and I'm really excited to have you here today. Okay, yeah, this is such a great concept for events. So really delighted to have the opportunity to chat more about, I guess, my journey and my tips and tricks. So let's start. What would you say is the first experience that you went through that has made you one up in the career you're in now? As I mentioned, this is just a great way to sort of frame events careers. And I'm going to keep mine really top level and really simple because I have stuff that's worked and I have stuff that hasn't worked in my career. So the first thing and the first tip I would share that's got me to where I am today is saying yes. The saying yes to new opportunities. And this is at every stage in my career. So when I was first starting out in events, I worked for a big event staffing company in London called the Esprit Group. And they ran events or worked on events all over. So from royal palaces to award ceremonies and everything. And at that time, I was a number. So I was like waiting staff, bar staff or whatever. But I said yes to everything because I was learning, because I was getting the best, most incredible experiences. So when there was like more training I could go on or whatever, I was like, yeah, hand up. And I grew to be able to become a manager for them. And then that really kind of catapulted me, I guess, into realizing that this was my career for the rest of my life. But yeah, saying yes to things, saying yes to things that align with my values and also saying a hell yes to things that like I want to go all in on. And I'm always saying that to people like, if it's not a hell yes, it should be a no. And we'll talk about saying no afterwards, but just be that one that is just saying yes. That is, you don't have to be a yes person. You don't have to be like, reactive in terms of like saying yes before you think about it but just but just know that the more collaborating you're doing the more attending events you're going to the more listening in and learning 
these are all creating opportunities that are going to further you on your path. And for me, it's led to some incredible opportunities. But the first thing to do is just to say yes. Sometimes it's saying yes and figuring it out later because we're all winging it in this thing we called life, especially right now in the pandemic. No, definitely. I think that's so important that you've ingrained that into my brain as well. Saying, yeah, if it's a hell yes, let's do it. And I think it's very true that especially when you're growing and developing, you you need to say yes, you need to go and experience everything because it adds to who you are and that's how you learn. Yeah, it really is. And like some of the best experiences that I've had with an event could be as simple as that I've said yes to another drink when really I should have been on the tube home. (laughs) And I know you'll resonate with this. (laughs) It's just you put yourself in situations and yeah, maybe I'm saying this the wrong way. I mean, I've put myself in plenty of bad situations by saying yes to another drink as well, but that's a story for another time. But yeah, but just by putting yourself in a room with people or putting yourself you know, you are bringing yourself a seat at the table when that seat doesn't already exist yet. So it's just so powerful. And if someone asks you to have a coffee with them, say yes, like before you know what it's even about, because at the very least, you might make a new friend or you might help someone out or they might help you out. And it's just it's been absolutely invaluable to me in learning new things and pushing myself out of my comfort zone, which I guess from a perception, people might look at me and be like, wow, she's so in her comfort zone. But until you start saying yes, until you start pushing yourself, you never really know. Like, I I don't know if comfort zones really even exist anymore, whether we've just kind of blurred the boundaries forever. If I'm just quickly touching on your comfort zone, when you are in a comfort zone, do you feel you want to challenge yourself a little bit more Mm -hmm. and stepping outside of your comfort zone? Yeah, 100%. I'm one of those people that it's like ingrained in me just because I'm a very type A personality, I can't sit still, I can't just settle, like I'm comfortable where I am, but I'm always striving for more. And I think it's just that's the way I am. And other people are not like that. And that's totally okay, because we're all different. But I think even if you're in your comfort zone, and you're happy in it, you can look at sort of twisting it or taking one more thing on or just trying something new and and growing in a different way. And we're all none of us are truly coasting along, there's always stuff going on. And I'm very much in my comfort zone at work. But when I started, like I work in chemicals regulations conferences and that for anyone that knows me knows it's like not, I'm not a scientist. Like I'm so bad at science, but it's okay. I push myself out of my comfort zone. And through doing that, I was able to travel the world and create incredible events. But had I said no to this opportunity just because it was something that I didn't enjoy in school, then I wouldn't be to where I am today. And what is your sort of second experience that you've had that's made you one up in your career? So my second one is the flip side and it's saying no and it's learning to say no. So I feel like this is like a a thing that we struggle with as event profs. And I had an interview for my previous job before this one when I worked for a big independent boarding school doing ops and events and In the interview, my former boss, who I think about all the time because he was just such an incredible manager, asked me, do you know how to say no? And it just like threw me off a little bit. And I thought, is this a trick question? But actually, it was setting me up for being super successful in that role and future roles, because you have to learn to prioritize and you have to learn to filter out the noise. And you have to know when you are on that event floor and you've got shit to do and it has to all happen, 
you can't say yes to every single thing. And even if you've got like, a, you know, a VVVIP client or anything like that, ultimately you are the event expert, not them. And yes, the customer's always right and all of that, but we curate experiences and we curate what's going to happen and we can drive those events forward. But if we're saying yes to everything and not saying no, when actually a decision that you've made, you need to stand by. Yeah, it's just, we've just got to do it more. And that's, that's in like career side as well. So I've learned to say no to opportunities. I speak a lot about having like a strong personal brand and having a niche. And by having a niche, I've been able to confidently say no to so many opportunities, not because I don't like them or I don't like the people or I don't want to do them, but because I can't do it all. Because we, yeah, we all have 24 hours in a day, but we only have 24 hours in a day. And if I was to say yes to every single speaking invitation I got, I wouldn't be a very good speaker because I wouldn't have any energy left or I wouldn't deliver an amazing presentation because I'm not the right kind of person. And that was a tough journey for me to get over because I was getting maybe invited to speak at some incredible like global events even. And I had to be strong in saying no. And people aren't going to just write you off like some of the you know biggest things that I've done I've, I've maybe said no the first time and then they've come back because they've remembered me and then I've said yes and it's all worked out or I've said no but I can recommend someone that can and that's the next step that's like bringing in your community and if I do decline a speaking opportunity nine times out of ten I can always recommend someone in my network who'd be able to do it And that's just part of empowering other people. And I'm always looking for opportunities for other people as well as as myself, because we're all in it together. I think that's amazing. And I love as well that you're being true to who you are as well. And that's gaining more trust in your relationships to say, I'm not the right person. That's not aligning with what I'm going through right now. So I think that's a really important lesson. Just be true and be real. Yeah. I think that's a massive lesson in that. And I love that you're always supporting everybody. Oh, how about this person? You know, you put me forward for my first speaking opportunity last year. You know, it was, yeah, it was incredible. So yeah, um, thanks for sharing that. And to touch on that as well, because I know this is going to be important for people. We are all, we're living in the age of side hustles, right? So we're all doing a lot. And it's important to know your boundaries, especially when it comes to money. Because if someone comes to you and says, oh, can you just, can you give me some advice on something? Like nine times out of 10, I will always be able to help. If you come into my Instagram DMs and say, please, can you just tell me how I build a personal brand, scale a side hustle and apply for a new job? I'm not going to say yes. And that's because out of respect to my paying coaching clients, I have to give my all to them. And I do. So just know that it's okay to say no to stuff. And it's okay to know your value, like know your worth, then add tax, because all of us have so much to offer the world. Certainly people that are listening to this, I'm guessing are going to be driven, they're going to be ambitious, they're going to be really furthering their career, because that's what one up in events is all about. So know that actually it's okay to say no to opportunities that are free. It is okay to ask to be paid for your time. Yes, we are in a pandemic, but businesses still have money. And I am doing so much stuff for free at the moment. I always do. But there gets to a point where I've still got to pay my bills or I've still got to set myself up for future. And not all, like, especially if someone asks you to speak for free at an event which has a ticket price, a substantial ticket price. 
like come on they can at least cover your expenses or just give you a bit of money for your time like that's important to remember so don't be afraid to say no to an opportunity if it's going to lead to burnout or you going into debt or you spending time and this is stuff that you're investing in this is stuff that you're investing your time in across the board like be unapologetic and saying no no I think that's a really good lesson and what I'm learning what is this third experience you would say that's made you want so to lead on from the previous themes my third one is asking questions so as well as saying yes as well as saying no be the one that asks questions and for quite some time I would not it's hard to believe because now I don't shut up but I wouldn't ask questions because I'd feel the fear of not being good enough or having imposter syndrome or someone thinking like, who the hell is she to ask that question? Or who does she think she is to not know enough to be in this meeting? But now I just own it. And I own it because that empowers others to own it. Like I am a true blonde through and through and I ask dumb questions. And I'm not afraid of that because that's how I learn. And that's how we all learn. And if you are in a meeting or you know at an event and there's something that you want to learn, do not be afraid to ask questions. Do not be afraid to be the person that raises your hand to find out more because it can be so valuable and you can take away then stuff from that experience. And I always try and say to people, like when I am speaking and it comes around to the Q&A session, I always say like, please ask questions. Don't be, don't be afraid because if anyone's not going to judge you, it's me because I'm that person. I'm that person putting my hand up and we're all here to support each other. Some of the best advice I've had is just from like asking off the cuff questions on an event or by asking someone like, where did you, like, how did you get to where you are today? Or there's some people that have been so incredibly supportive for me in terms of like my, like my, our put it out there to the world like my end goal not end goal because it's never an end goal but my big career dream is to be a COO of a global media company so I'm not afraid to uh, like reach out to COOs and people that are in that role to find out where they got like how they got to where they are and find out more and if I wasn't able to do that then I'd be in the dark because when I first sort of discovered the COO role because I don't think it's talked about as much as the CEO role I was like oh, hang on a minute, why aren't I striving for that? That's me all over. And now I know it, I'm creating opportunities and I'm finding out more, but just never be afraid to ask questions. And people that inspire you, ask them like why they did what they did. Or if something's unclear, just ask because it's only gonna empower you and support you more. Never be afraid to be the one with your hand up because it's just, it's showing that you're interested as well. And, and if, you know, this goes back to like reaching out to people, it's fine to go to go to someone that inspires you or someone that's really busy and ask them questions but like have something tangible don't just be like oh hi like what you've done is really great can you tell me more like that's fine but make it clear like make it clear that you're willing and eager and hungry to learn from them because then they'll be way more likely to give you their time yeah 100% do you remember how long ago it was when you sort of got over that fear and like I'm going to ask this question like what did you just say, I, I need to step up, I need to one-up, I need to just do it? I think it's, like, it still creeps back now in situations, and I think it always will. It's almost like when you're in job roles, especially if you're in, you know, the corporate side and you're climbing the ladder or whatever, you're in organisations, 
you'll be in a job for the first six months and maybe try and find out everything you can, but maybe you're scared to put your hand up. Then it sort of grows and grows, your confidence grows and you're you're fine to be unapologetic in that. And then maybe you move to a new business and then you're back to square one. And I think that sort of thing happened for me because I moved to very different events roles. I've not kind of, a lot of people have just been agencies, I've just been corporate side or whatever, but because I've moved around a bit in the best possible way, it's helped me learn more and I've had to push myself out of my comfort zone to ask questions. But I guess it's just knowing that like, people have probably asked those same questions themselves and it's like never yeah never be afraid and I wouldn't say that I'm completely unapologetic now in showing up it might be that I seem that way but actually there are situations that I'm in sometimes where either I don't feel it's appropriate and that's another lesson because I've learned to see when it's appropriate to ask questions and when it's appropriate to step back but I think you know you've got to feel unsettled and you've got to feel uncomfortable sometimes with the questions you're asking and And I still do feel uncomfortable, but unless you push yourself into that zone, you won't learn and you won't grow. So it's really, it's really super valuable. And I love how you said, you know, you had to ask the questions. I would always think, oh, I set my goals and then I'll ask about it. But actually, you've had to ask and find out about this, you know, the job rather CEO and then right now that's my goal. Yeah. So it, it sort of works both ways. Yeah, exactly. And you just, you learn and you grow, don't you? And I think we are conditioned to like strive for perfectionism always. But if you go in with vulnerability and an open mind, you can achieve so much more because certainly in the last year, there have been so many twists and turns and people have not been hitting their goals and that's okay. But the goals still exist. It's just the path to get there is different. And you might need to ask a few more questions. You might need to say yes a few more times or say no a few more times. And then that's going to lead you to that same goal. It's just that everyone's path is different. And that's something that we can all do. And just self-reflection, especially at a time like this, is super important. And allowing yourself that time to ask yourself, you know, what am I grateful for today? Like what went right? What went wrong? And it's until you push yourself into that. Like I'm working a lot at the moment on my weaknesses like I'm not perfect at all and I'm really trying to do a lot of work with my coach with my mentor about just going down into actually why am I the way I am and what can I change and what should I keep the same and all of that and this is all like inner work and it it makes you feel uncomfortable but that's why we do it because we need that feeling oh no that's amazing Thank you so much for sharing those. I absolutely love I think people will really take that away. And I love not, it's not simply put, but it's those things like say yes, you need experience, you need to grow, you need to find out who you are. And you get to the point where, yeah, you've aligned with your goals, you know where you're going in life, so start saying no and keep asking questions. It's only way to grow. So that was lovely. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I hope it's been helpful for people. Everyone's going to be in, in your DMs now. But thanks so much, Julia. Thank you. It's been so much fun. If you enjoyed this episode of One Up in Events with Nicola Root, I would love you to rate, review and subscribe. Apparently, it helps others know that we exist. I'd like to thank my amazing editor and producer, Emma Reevely, my incredible social media manager, Anisha Mayju, and my amazing fiancé, Brooke One Up, for creating the music introduction. And of course, a massive thank you to all of you for tuning in and listening. It means so much.